Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. This is episode number 103 of the Transom Podcast, and it's for the month of June 2023, and we'll begin, without further ado, with the puzzle of the month x squared equals 16 to the power of x. Find the value of x. Okay, rewind the podcast if you want to hear that again, but otherwise let me know if you find a solution and I'll reveal my solution next month. So while you think about that, here are some of the key resources added to the Transom website during this last month. First of all, the Brackets online exercise has been updated. It's been given a complete makeover, so to speak. And although the questions remain the same, the interactivity of the answer spaces have been updated to the common standard used for inputting mathematical expressions. So it should be a little easier to type in your answers. That's Brackets. All the things I talk about in this podcast, you can find links at transom.org slash newsletter. Okay, a new level nine has been added to the indices exercise. Each question is a puzzle similar to but easier than the puzzle of the month that I've just uh, told you. A sound knowledge of the rules of indices is required by the time you get to level nine of the indices exercise, of course. So I would imagine most students would start at level one. Refreshing revision, the advanced version. This is the customizable starter that is designed for year 12, year 13 classes. Um, I keep adding bits to it. There are now some nice graph sketching questions as well as a complex numbers question, which uh, lots of different versions of it for students taking the uh, the higher level courses. I mean, I designed this um, resource with a particular student in mind, a student who is taking the uh, International Baccalaureate Analysis and Approaches higher level course, but I think the content is going to be almost identical to that you might use with your A-level students. So I hope it's useful for you. A new conditional probability exercise has been created again for senior students. There is only one level so far, but I'm thinking that's probably enough. But let me know if you think I'm missing any twists on those given that situations. You know the probability questions that contain the words given that, usually. I'm wondering whether to begin work on a new activity from the Transom website based on a medieval counting board, or I call it a Roman numeral abacus. Um, I saw this at an absolutely excellent uh, museum called the Almonry Museum in Evesham. I visited it, visited it last month. The, uh, the reckoning board, as it's sometimes called, it was new to me. I hadn't seen anything like that before, but I immediately thought it would make an interesting challenge for upper primary pupils. So the one in the photograph in the newsletter that you can see 
just uses the Roman numerals that are powers of 10, but I thought a great activity would be one where the sections were all of the Roman numeral symbols. So the place value, the notion of place value would be different in each of the columns. The five, for example, once you'd uh, placed four of the counters into that column, the fifth one would make you remove all of those and put one in the, the tens column. So it would be a different sort of um, operation to that using classic place value. And um, it would really make you think about things and how things worked. And I thought it would be a nice way to learn about place value from a number system that famously doesn't use place value. Of course, Roman numerals doesn't use place value. So um, anyway, I'm still thinking about the sort of activity that I might develop along those lines. If you have any ideas, please let me know. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. Now, in the last few podcasts, I've been sharing my experiences of using artificial intelligence and chat GPT in particular. So, I powered it up again this month, chose the latest version, version 4, I think it is. And my latest question was... In your experience of reading web pages and social media exchanges, what are the five most common misconceptions with secondary school mathematical concepts? And here was the answer. Based on my analysis of web pages and social media exchanges, here are five common misconceptions with secondary school mathematics concepts. Firstly, multiplication always results in a larger number. Many students assume that multiplying two numbers will always yield a larger value. However, this is not true, as the product can be smaller or larger depending on the values being multiplied. For instance, multiplying a positive number by a fraction less than one will result in a smaller value. Misconception number two, division always results in a smaller number. Similar to the misconception about multiplication, some students believe that dividing two numbers will always yield a smaller value. However, this is not the case, as division can result in a larger or smaller value depending on the numbers involved. For example, dividing a larger number by a smaller number will result in a larger quotient. Thirdly, zero is a positive number. Zero is often mistakenly classified as a positive number. However, zero is considered neither positive nor negative. It is its own distinct value. It holds unique properties in mathematics and is crucial in various calculations and number systems. The fourth most common misconception is that fractions are always smaller than whole numbers. Many students perceive fractions as smaller than whole numbers. While it is true that some fractions are less than one and appear smaller in value, there are fractions greater than one as well. For instance, three over two is greater than one and five over four is greater than one as well. Finally, misconception number five. The concept of a negative number is arbitrary or imaginary. Some students struggle with grasping the concept of negative numbers, often considering them arbitrary or imaginary. However, negative numbers have a concrete meaning and significance in various real-life scenarios, such as temperatures below zero or debt. They are an essential part of the number line and mathematical operations. It's important to address these misconceptions and provide clear explanations to help students develop a solid understanding of mathematics concepts. 
So the, the sample used in this survey is hardly representative of all pupils. It's just drawing from those who have used the web to share their thoughts. And I'm guessing it's probably a lot of teachers as well that have shared their thoughts on students. So it's sort of secondary um, data. But it's an interesting result nevertheless. And of course, it's important to address those misconceptions to help students develop a solid understanding of mathematics. Finally, here is the answer to last month's puzzle, which was a sentence with a gap in it, with some missing words, word or words. So the sentence was, this sentence contains blank letters. So you had to fill in the blank with a number written out as a word, or words, so that it makes the sentence true. So, the first person to send me the correct answer was Leonard Pomeran, who found this sentence contains 36 letters, which is the answer I'd arrived at as well. But I wasn't expecting to receive other answers that were also correct, um, with different solutions, such as this sentence contains 38 letters, which works as well. So, um, Will Ransom sent me a couple of ideas, all of which were very clever and thinking outside the box, and so did Chris Smith. So to see those, um, have a look in the newsletter, transom.org slash newsletter, because really you need to see them written down for them to work properly. <laughs> anyway... Do have a go at this month's Puzzle of the Month and let me know if you find the answer. The credit for last month's puzzle was to Alex Bellos. He um, had that puzzle in his um, column in the Guardian newspaper. Um, and I'm always looking out for good Puzzles of the Month, so if you have any ideas, let me know. I do hope you are well and all's going well with you in your life and in your mathematical um, work or enjoyment or whatever you use mathematics for. That's all for now, apart from, which I almost forget each time, the joke at the end of the podcast, which is... <laughs> I've built it up and it's not as good as, <laughs> as all that build-up, but here we go. If I got a pound for every time I failed a maths exam, I'd have about £9.30 now. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free. Or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.